All right, welcome everyone to episode three of the Eight and Eight podcast. I'm the host for today, Jacob Rothbauer, and I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts, Alex Hudson, Tyler Strom, and Alec Rothbauer. How are y'all doing today? Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is a football episode, Alex. That's not allowed. The Cowboys oh, are on one, so I'm not doing very well. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to the Dallas Stars, though. Come on, guys. Huge shout out to Dallas Stars. That's true. Like, you know, I, 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 I would like to be able to say I've watched one second of Dallas Stars hockey this playoffs, but I haven't. But, hey, I'll tune in for the Stanley Cup, though. I'm the biggest I, Dallas Stars yeah. fan when they're in the Stanley Cup. So I will say. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> so, like, when they're six, seven, and now? <laughs> yep. I will Not, say. 99, I, 2000, and. I, when, I will say, though, that I um, definitely watched the final goal last night, and I'm not even a Stars fan. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, in overtime. Yeah, how are your Blackhawks doing, Alex? This is awkward. Is it? I mean, are you a big Stars fan? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was just waiting. I was literally, just waiting for your Alex to be like – <laughs> I was just waiting for Alex to be like, dude, they're playing the Stars in the Stanley Cup. Like, I had no idea if they were actually <laughs> they're in the – oh, no, I have no idea if they're in the same conference, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're in the Western Conference. Can oh, so there we go. Three, three players on Dallas Stars without looking it up? I was, I was telling Ben last night. Segan. Yeah. Segan. And the Russian guy who said – Jamie Ben. Jamie we're ben. moving on, on or something. No, no, he said, we're not going home yet, Ben. Yeah, we're not going home yet. Those three. <laughs> That counts. That counts. Give it to him. Thank you. So I'm the biggest was, Stars fan? <laughs> I was I was telling Brenna, like, there would be no – like, it'd be so hard to be a play-by-play person for hockey because, like, there's so much action and all their last names are so hard to say. Like, <laughs> like and me and Mark is it Kurodov and McDonald and that over to – like, it's like, good Lord. Like, I'd be the worst. I don't think they, they, they – You can't just be a couple right? Smiths yes. and Jones skating around? Yes. No, no, there isn't Jones. any Smiths and Jones. And yes, Trump, they, do, they, they do constantly like say like the people like they do a play by play like that. Hockey is really fun to go watch. Like if you're a, if you had a real, like a live hockey game, it's I went to a playoff game I think last year and it's like really it's all quiet. Like no one says anything and then something happens and it gets super loud. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Jacob, back to your Blackhawks joke. They were like a dynasty like three years ago so yeah awkward. i know i know okay do you know? I just, can, we, I just, can we move on i just love hockey <laughs> well, hold on i just love the, the, the like... transition of jacob going i'm not gonna lie i didn't watch one second of dallas stars playoff hockey the one year they go to the stanley cup and then he starts talking shit about the blackhawks <laughs> like, i just have to do it for alex yeah jimmy buckets jimmy buckets if just in case people don't know what happened jimmy buckets hit a uh, three to go up in regular t- in the fourth quarter. Then it went to overtime, and then he hit an and one to win the game. No big deal. It was pretty impressive. Not gonna lie. Thank you, thank you. Pistons up right. right now. Carl Carl Anthony Towns played a good one on one game with his son at his house back in yeah, Minnesota. Because right, he's a because he's a great father and a great person. Jimmy Butler wouldn't even let his family in the bubble because he hates them so much. So. <laughs> And oh he's my God. And, he, and he's going for a championship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. All right. All right. So uh, I'll just guess I'll just do a quick update or recap for what we got this episode. So first, uh, we'll dive into a little bit of the Bears and Cowboys week one um, positive 
for the most part for the Bears, not so great for the Cowboys. So we'll we'll spend most of the time touching into that. Um, after that, we'll go into our blazing five picks for the week, and then we'll also um, do a quick just a look forward for the Bears and Cowboys week two games. And then if we have time, I got a bit of a debate question that has been um, something that I know Tyler and Alec or Tyler and Alec are looking forward to. So if we have time, we'll jump into that as well. But with that ado, Alex, do you want to just kick us off and we can jump in? I figure we can jump into the Bears first. Um, if you just want to kick us off quick, do a, you know, a quick little recap of yeah. your thoughts and then we can all jump in. Yeah. Um, the Bears are bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I got out of that game. It's like Everyone's like, I don't know. What just bothers me is like Trubisky is getting like love and I don't get it. <laughs> that that video of the Bears fan, the up and down of it, was so yeah. funny. I know, like right? that's so that's so perfect. But I'm just sitting there like he didn't. Okay, yes, he threw three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. It was great, awesome. But like he didn't do anything <clears throat> that he doesn't know. Like that was normal. Like and not the three touchdowns. I'm saying like Matt Patricia is such a bad coach. That they they played zone like the whole game and tried to switch it up because Trubisky's t- terrible at zone, but Trubisky kills them all the time because they play man. The fourth quarter they go. Well, the Lions always play man. That's my point, and they knew that Trubisky killed them. So then they go zone all game, and he's terrible. And then the fourth quarter they switch to zone. I mean, to man, like, switch to man, yeah. What? It, of course, like it, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> Trubisky was a second-round pick for a reason. He's very talented. The problem is he can't read defenses. So when you put him in man and it makes it super easy for him, yeah, he plays really well. Like, I don't know. Is, I that, just why thought, they roll, yeah. is that why they roll him out a lot? Because, like, it, it, like, limits his reads? Like, the Bears do a lot of rollouts with Trubisky. Is it because, like, now he only has to, like, make, like, Yes, but I don't think they so. do nearly enough. Like, they try gotcha. to make him – play from the pocket he's not a pocket quarterback but like think of his three touchdowns in the in the fourth quarter his first one was a fade to jimmy graham one-on-one against their four string cornerback because every other corner got hurt hurt mm-hmm. so you have a four string cornerback against jimmy graham at the two yard line there was no thinking in that he was throwing that from the moment he said hut like you know what i'm saying so there was right. no thinking. yeah the second touchdown was a rollout that he was supposed to go to Allen Robinson. This was the only time he went to his second read. But he was supposed to give it to Allen Robinson. It wasn't open, but Javon Wims is running right behind him. So, again, he's only looking in one spot. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, like, Allen Robinson yeah. wasn't open. He threw it to Javon <clears throat> Wims, who was open right behind him. Good throw. But, like, every quarterback in the league can do that. And then his final throw. Great throw. I'm not – like, that's what I'm saying. He's talented. But literally, they're in man coverage, like literally cover zero across the board. Anthony Miller's going up against that same four-string cornerback, and he just runs a go route. All he has to do is look to the left. The, the safety – it was one high safety. So the safety goes to the left. He throws a touchdown. But it, there was no reading any defenses. He knew where he was going before the play started. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? That's not going to yeah. work yeah. against any other team in the NFL. The Bears are bad because they have so a really you, bad quarterback. Do you think? So, do you sorry? Al, do you no, think no. that? Uh, um, because the, all, in all honesty, the Bears should have lost. 
on right. Sunday. I mean, oh, the, yeah. the Detroit Lions, I can't think of his name right now. If you look, that's an easy catch. Swift. Anyone makes that catch. You make that catch 95 out of 100 times. And, right. And, and they oh, lose Swift. They lose yeah. that game. And I think that the reason they won, I think people are kind of just looking over the stats. They didn't watch the whole game. They, they assumed that he probably wasn't good in the first half, first three quarters. He probably wasn't that bad. Then he had a great fourth quarter. But right. if they lose that game, I think he is – it's going to get a lot of hate because oh. yeah, if, if you, if you win the, if you come back, have a great fourth quarter and you win, people kind of forget about your first right. three quarters. But well, I'll put it I this hate- way, like literally watching it, it was like at halftime, I, I was hoping they pulled him. Right. That's where I was. Then he yeah. comes back and he's still, that kind, of, that kind of leads me into my next question was, would you, do you, as a Bears fan, you, you kind of wish that they lost that game and then Nick Foles comes in. In this in the like in game two because obviously what the Bears want to do is they want to give Mitch one more chance because he's young he's you know he could you know they dropped him to be the franchise quarterback they want us to give him one more chance to see if he could be the guy and but see I mean, even even if leash. even if they lost if he threw three touchdowns in the fourth quarter they're not benching him you know what I mean like yeah, if he would have yeah. caught that they weren't going to bench him they'd be like oh did you see what he did in the fourth. But that's what that's. But if you go zero like, one and you lose next week and you're zero and two, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I mean, I don't ever want the Bears to lose, honestly. Right, right, right. right. But like, I mean, I, it just really like I'm. I was listening to Chicago sports radio this morning, and it's just like all these fans are calling in like Maserati Mitch, bringing, <laughs> bringing us the championship. And Maserati like, Mitch. And I'm sitting there like, did y'all, because um, I, I forgot who it is, but they either call him Mazda Mitch or Maserati Mitch, depending on how he plays. And, <laughs> and I'm like, it just, I just don't see whatever, like, yes, he, he threw three touchdowns. Like it was, it was great. Uh, I'm not upset about it, but like, Let's not forget the first three and a half quarters. He was terrible. Like, terrible. He had some really bad throws. Terrible. Like, way behind him. They're like, oh, he didn't throw throw an interception. He literally threw four that should have been intercepted. Right. There's so many funny memes. It was like, uh, Mitch Trubisky's intended pass to Detroit Lions. uh, (laughs) 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 Yeah. 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 Dude, every time. This is kind of getting away from Mitch Trubisky, but still Bears related. I was just gonna say because I wanted to transition like the the take like good takeaways for the Bears and see what your your thoughts were. Mm-hmm. Every time that I watch Allen Robinson, he jumps off the screen because he's amazing. every single time. And what did the Bears do? That's the one guy we're not trying to pay. Yeah. <laughs> like, does that make any sense? He's never caused an issue. The team loves him. He's not a diva receiver, but let's not pay the one guy. Who's producing for you? Does that make any sense? Like, it doesn't make – and, I, I, again, I was listening to – they were talking about this this morning, and they were like, but what if, like, someone like Dak is, you know, a free agent next year? I'm like, okay, if we lose Allen Robinson, we get Dak, we still suck. Because Dak <laughs> needs weapons, you know what I mean? Like That was obvious. Out. That's been exposed clearly that he needs uh, he needs uh, Allen Robinson and Amari Cooper. But, 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 I mean, like, most quarterbacks do – you know what I'm saying? Right, like, it's not – and so I'm sitting there like, we lose Allen Robinson to pay Dak. We suck. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. I don't understand what they're – but, but just to go over a couple other things, I don't want to just harp on Trubisky the whole time. First off, Matt Patricia needs to be fired because 
He literally <laughs> went mad. Like, what were you doing? It was working the whole game, and then you just go. The only mad thing I'm like, maybe he was like, we were in zone all game. Maybe he won't recognize that we could like change it up and catch him yeah, off guard. Yeah, but maybe but after like, the yeah, first touchdown that. and then the next touchdown <laughs> yeah. and then the next touchdown. Yeah. Like, I, maybe hey, was, he's maybe recognizing it, it, man. Maybe it was like injuries and things like that. They, like, they I, couldn't get in their schemes or something. I don't know. Well, this is I my thing. It wasn't working. Whenever, whenever you switch the man, it wasn't working. So maybe we should just try the other thing because it wasn't working when we were in man. I don't but, have um, the exact stat in front of me, but they were talking like Matt Patricia, I guess. It was like over the past however many years, uh, there had only been two 17-point like fourth quarter comebacks. And one was the Bears, and then the other one, I guess they did one last year to somebody. But then that didn't count. They also were up 19 or 18 against the Cardinals week one and ended in a tie. Yeah. So, like, he's had all <laughs> – like that didn't count in the stat because they didn't lose, but they gave up an 18 point fourth quarter lead to Arizona. So it's like that just kind of goes in with what you were saying with Matt Patricia. Yeah, um, Lions are going to Lions. Yeah, exactly. But um, the other thing I want to talk about was just like the defense in general. Like the defense looked bad without mm-hmm. going against yeah. Kenny Galladay. Like the defense did not look good. Their right tackle was out. I mean. Yeah, yeah I, I had bad. that. I had that in my in my notes. It says the D looked vulnerable early, and they kind of stepped it up. I feel like later in the game, I don't. I don't know what their points breakdown was. I don't. I, remember, I know obviously the Bears got on a roll in the fourth and came back and won. Yeah. Um. So like maybe they kind of took a <laughs> took a yeah took a couple you know quarters to get them going. I I, well, would, I mean, if you're the Bears, that's the one spot you're like. Come on, at least at least have our defense ready. Exactly. Like you stop now. I, I the biggest thing was like I think Eddie Goldman being out was huge. Like since he opted out, right. because they were running like Adrian Peterson was killing us. Like he yeah. was just running right up, and that was and the I don't the Lions don't have this great offensive line, so that scared me a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping we go like pick up like Snacks Harrison or because he's still a free agent. Right. And I actually yep. saw that like somebody had tweeted him about, like, hey, you know, you should join the Bears. And he was like, whenever they call, I'm ready. Like, I think – I don't uh, know. I feel like that would be a good pickup just because we don't really have any depth behind Eddie Goldman. Eddie Goldman was one of the best nose tackles in the league. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know we have Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks and, like, this great defensive line. But, like, your nose tackle doesn't get, like, the credit he deserves. And he was great. Right. Um. So that hurt. And then I thought Khalil Mack had a bad game. But then I found out – by pro football focus, he had like the second most pressures in the NFL behind TJ Watt. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> Khalil Mack's bad games are great games. So, uh, Cause I was like, yeah. I needed more from him. Um, Robert Quinn coming back, I think will help. But like the biggest worry for me was Danny Trevath. And I know y'all are like, don't look that deep into the bears, but like he was so good last year. Cause he's super fast, but he looked so slow he was, he's the one who got burned on that final play. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, they just ran right past him. And it happened, like, three or four times in the middle of the game where, like, I noticed and, like, the commentators were like, Danny Trevathan was trailing behind the receiver. Danny Trevathan was trailing behind the tight end. And then he got burned on that last play. And I was like, that's not good because we picked him over Nick Kwiatkowski, who went to the Raiders, who was great last year mm-hmm. when Danny Trevathan got hurt. And, I mean, he looked bad. Um, the one good thing I'll say about the game was Jalen Johnson, our rookie corner. 
Yeah. He looked really – besides getting trucked, I don't know if y'all saw that. I did see that. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> but yeah. um, other than that, he almost had an interception, like, early on. Like, him and the receiver both kind of came down with him, but he kind of mm-hmm. – he, like, ripped it from him. Um, but he didn't hold on to it. And then he – but, I mean, he had, like, sticky coverage all day. Like, he was with whoever his receiver was. Like, there was no openings. And I thought they would try to, like, expose him, and they – I think they couldn't. Like, he was right there with everyone – and then he's the one who forced the I don't I don't know if y'all saw but the interception that Kyle Fuller got at the end of the game that like basically won us the game. Yeah. Um he he was guarding the receiver and like knocked the ball and then the ball flew up 20 yards in the air and that's how Kyle yeah. Fuller intercepted it. And then he broke up the last play of the game. Like he's the one who swat. So like <clears throat> I mean he just really stuck out to me and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome." So at least mm-hmm. losing Prince of Mukamara doesn't look like it's hurting us that bad. Yeah, ESPN had him as y'all's rookie standout from the game. Yeah, yeah, he looked great. Was he y'all's earliest draft pick? In the, was he y'all's first pick in the second round? No, Cole Komet, the uh, tight yeah. end, was our first pick, and then um, Jalen Johnson was second. They said Cole Komet looked good in practice and stuff. I mean, he didn't really do a lot of the game, um, but I think him and Jimmy Graham should honestly – I mean, from compared to last year, last year our tight ends were terrible, so that should be – I'm a lot better. No, so when y'all played the Cowboys, they weren't terrible. <laughs> that that no, is dude, true. JP we had Holtz, a, you know, our our fullback. We had Byron Jones, <laughs> fullback, a lockdown tight end defender or something like that. Exposed. <laughs> well, we yeah. know but we that's know all who has the worst tight end problems uh, now this year. Oh, with, man, uh, not even close. I'm, we'll get to that. Yeah. With Schultz. Uh, uh, brick, uh, yeah. brick hands. Might as well wear the double clubs. God. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't that. signed a tight end yet. Like, why have we not? Why have we not done anything yet? Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to days, it. We'll get but, to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, but uh, Alex, I have one I quick say, question. I was gonna say, I thought uh, Anthony Miller looked really good too. I know he's been someone who, like, I feel like the Bears have been waiting to kind of like break out, yeah. and he's like, I feel like he's super inconsistent. Like, some games will have great ones, but yeah. I thought he like he had some catches that were. I mean, he had that he had that last touchdown right on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought. He, yeah, he did look good. And then I also liked Darnell Mooney. He was our fifth-round draft pick, I think. He's just like a speed receiver, and they said he's already taken Ted Ginn's spot. Um, but he had like three catches. One of them he – I don't remember who he was going – I think it was Desmond Trufant. So it was like a, you know, a solid starting corner. And he did like a 15-yard stop, but he did it so fast <laughs> that like Trufant wasn't even near yeah. him. And then he caught it and then juked the hell out of him, like, off the sideline and went for, like, another 15 yards. Um, but he seems like he's actually going to be a playmaker for us. So, that, I, I liked that. Like, he looked good, too. Mm-hmm. So, you said the Bears looked bad. In your mind, after week one, are they the worst-looking 1-0 team? Um, I haven't thought about that, so I would have to look at the one and O team. The only uh, uh, that I can think of right Jacksonville now is one and O. Washington? No, they didn't look bad though. I mean, Washington. Washington didn't look great, but Philly looked terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I don't know. We're we're down there. Yeah, Washington leads the NFC. I mean, I don't. I think I think if we played the way we played, we're losing to twenty five teams in the NFL. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, right. yeah, we didn't look good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But go Bears. One and oh. Hey, you're one and Hey, one and hey, 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 I, I might that. as well add. Yeah. I might as well add 
Blazing Five, we all all four of us covered on that game. We all had Bears plus three, so we got we all got wins. I was nervous for a little bit there. Are we gonna yeah. thank you, DeAndre Swift? I know, right? Are we gonna do the review of the Blazing Five before we do the? Yeah, we'll get. I'll there. say our I'll say our records. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, so we want to transition on to the Cowboys at that time. I'm yeah, Shrum, do you want to? Yeah, yep. Shrum, do you want to start we'll it off? Start us off, Tyler. Sure, and I mean, look, I am extremely disappointed with what I saw on Sunday because when you have Jason Garrett for so long, you're expecting just like just huge changes. You know, you want to see a different team, and there were some flashes, but. Same team, same shit every year. And I know people are like, it's early, don't panic. I'm already panicking. And I say that kind of <laughs> like, I say that kind of as a joke, but actually not really. Like, obviously, it's week one. Like, anything could happen. We could turn it around. But I'm still seeing the exact same things that, you know, that, that you know, really plagued us the last couple of years. Um, and I know we have a bunch of injuries, stuff like on, on the offensive line. Alec, you sent me something that was like the offensive line ranked 28th as a unit, you know, on Sunday. I know we have injuries, and, and when you're missing people like Travis Frederick and things like that and Layout Collins, you're not going not gonna to play well, you know. That's, and that's, and that's, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're going to – I'm sure you're going to like bring this up, but I just wanted to say like – because you're, you're, you were talking about Jason Garrett and McCarthy, and I'm sure you're going to get to the play calling. Right. But – I do think that the offensive line being like starting an undrafted rookie free agent, like I think, and then going up against Aaron Donald, right, I right. think that had mm-hmm. a lot to do with the low play action calls and like that's true. kind of like. So I just wanted to, yeah, I think that is a part of it. So yeah, um, I'm trying to get my my thoughts together. I'm just kind of oh, there's like the overview of the games so where we all agree. Like I think. I think losing Leighton Vander Esch, I don't know how long he's going to be out with that collarbone. Um, Six to eight weeks, I think. I think Six that's really going to expose you. I, I mean, so Jalen Smith was great, one of the worst linebackers on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, you, you, the, two, two years bad. ago, two years ago, I was saying we had the best linebacking core in all football. Yet Sean Lee, Lane, told, Lane Van Der Esch, I told Smith, you, I told you it wasn't. And <laughs> I was like, we are, we are set. And now, I, I still think Lane Van Der Esch is a stud, but he's hurt. Jalen Smith is looking like a bust. You know, like he he's like really good, and he's swiping the ground, and then I guess he's just really bad. And I, obviously, I don't have the, you know, I, I can't analyze defenses. So I'm not paid to do that. But I, you know, apparently, Pro Football Focus is like, no, nah, he's not good at all. So. That's not, you know, yeah. getting, me, getting me excited about the game. Um, Our defense looked awful. <laughs> they, they like randomly Terrible. like they randomly awful. like played good in the second half, which was super surprising. Um, but it was like at, the, the Rams didn't punt for like three quarters. <laughs> yeah. It was like it was like they got they just joined on the field. I mean, it was should have been. Go ahead, Trayvon Diggs. I do think so. Though he was yeah, the only I, he was the only defensive player on our team that looked. Yeah. He looked amazing, Trayvon Diggs. Like, so I'm super mm-hmm. excited about him, but yeah. he was the only one that – I was about to say, like, though, him and Jalen John- – like, literally, weren't they back-to-back picks? Almost. They were, like, we they were, the, they were back-to-back def- defensive backs. I don't know if they were, like, back-to-back, like, literally, like, y'all picked. It was, like, within, like, three yeah, picks, they were though, because I remember I wanted Trayvon Diggs. 
or trade date or whatever yeah. his name is. And then we drafted Jalen Johnson. And I looked him up and I was like, oh, I'm cool with this too. And both of them stood out to me yeah. in both games. Yep. Like, yeah, he looked amazing. So that's good. Right. I feel like I feel like Sean McVay game planned the shit out of us, especially in the beginning. Like, yeah, the way that just their play action and how they're they made our D line just obsolete. The like screen passes on how much every plays quick little drop offs and like in the flat. How like, much was golf pressure? Our, our team looked like we were not prepared at all like for Dallas that. And, like that first drive, I was so depressed. It was like four plays and they were already down the field. They threw like two screens for twenty five <laughs> yards each. I was like, all right, well, you can't really start much worse. Than this. <laughs> yeah. I think like I, I know a lot. Of, I know a lot of teams like will drop kind of like their first like fifteen plays that they have. I don't know if every team does that, but pretty I don't much know. they have like they a just script. Run those every time, and damn, whatever the fifteen plays they drew up killed the shit out of us on Sunday. So that's all I know. Yeah. Well, like I, I mean, McVeigh knows what he. I, I think he knows what he has in Jared Goff. You ask him to throw it downfield, it's not a good idea. So like yeah. he knows, like you have to do a lot of like. Like they call it like smoke and mirrors, a lot of stuff behind the line, a lot of movement, a lot of odd screens and stuff like that. And yeah, you give him a full off season to write up that script and study the Cowboys. He's going to come out like with, with amazing yeah. play calling. And again, I'm, I'm, I know I'm kind of getting away from what we were talking about, but I, I've said that the only person on defense I was impressed with was Trayvon Diggs. And I can't leave out Alden Smith. Good God. Dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alden Smith. Whole- you know he's the first player on the Cowboys since 2011 to have uh, on the defensive line to have 10 tackles. Uh, it was like three pressures, a sack, and like two batted. It was like something cr- like yeah. he was like balling out for his like on the yeah. defensive line. He so, was all over the place. Yeah. Well, and I was so, laughing when I, I don't know if I called you. I think I called my brother, and I was like, you know, typical Cowboys pick. The guy hasn't played in five years. Oh yeah, bring him in, bring him in, and, and, and throw him out there. And he, he played really good. You can't hate on him for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had heard how like how good he had looked in like in like camp and and all that and practice. And but I was like, okay, people are just like they're boosting it. Like they're they're trying to like make it a story. Yeah, and, like story, you know. Yeah. But he he balled. So. Yeah, I saw. Can we get to the coaching because I want to hear us argue about this coaching and that freaking fourth so and three. So I want to get real quick. I'm dying we'll go, on that sword. I'm dying on that sword. We're gonna go real quick. I know we all agree that. Or I said I hope we all agree that that pass interference call was bullshit. Um, I want to talk about that. Okay, yeah. you don't want to talk about. It, you do want to talk about. So it. no, I do. I do. So yes, it was a bad call. I'm not saying it was not a bad call, but I am saying. I think Jalen Ramsey is a really good actor. And so when I, I'm, I'm thinking of that ref in that situation, and all you see is Jalen Ramsey's arms fly up like that. Like, I don't, I don't well, know. It was a bad call when you see it in slow motion. I'm just saying in a live situation, I can I agree. See I just think it's it. BS that the NFL hasn't changed that rule, hasn't, hasn't allowed teams to. I mean, that, that lost the game. You, the refs decided the game. Yeah. So it's like the Saints. You know, it's like – why, why, can't, why can't a coach say, hey, whoa, 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 whoa? If the refs are going to get the side of the game, why doesn't the coach have the opportunity to say, I think you made the wrong call right there, and I want you to look at that again. Well, didn't they, can't do well, they, did that, didn't they try that I, last I, I don't think they overturned, like, one out of, like, 65 or something that they looked at or something. Yeah, it was, it was something but, crazy. But, like you said, like, so I, I just – I don't know. I, I, I really like – I like how they do football or fumbles, recoveries, and, and things like that where it's like – they just like let the defense play and they just like, scoop it up and run it for a touchdown. And then they look at it and they're like, 
oh, wait, that wasn't a fumble. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you got to, if, if you're going to allow the refs to have that much impact on the game at that situation, you got to be sure you get it right because they got it wrong and it cost the game. And I know you could say, like, there's missed calls all, all game, but the game boiled down to that play. It was a beautiful pass, it was a beautiful route. It was a little pushy, but it's football. You don't think you don't think every so th- play, so like that's, every play, you think that's, that's, but that's but that's my point. I don't think if that went to a ref, I don't know if they change it because, like, technically he pushed off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the babiest thing I've ever seen in my life. But if you're going by the rule, I don't know if the refs would have overturned it. I just you know think what I'm that saying? refs need to have its judgment. It's all. It's all. If if you're gonna let the refs have have the the, the, the games you gotta let them have judgment right so you gotta let them look but do you think they would have changed that i think i get your point like i like with the rules maybe not but the refs on on on, like even if the situation was reverse and it happened to us which would which would have sucked you know i would have been like oh my god can they reverse that call and they let them have that touchdown but that's Mm -hmm. the right call to make and the refs know that's the right everyone knows that's the right call to make you can't get you have these little touchy fouls in, in football. I mean, it's like – or these penalties, sorry. It's like the, every play, right. every play, the, the, the corners and the receivers are pushing off. They're, they're bumping each other. Right. It's like every play. So you have to call it every play. What makes you think you can call when there's 15 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter? No, I agree. I, I completely agree. I'm just playing devil's advocate of like – Right, right, right. Why – you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't know if it would have been overturned. But yes, that exact same thing happens on every single play. Every single time like a there's holy, a deep throw, yeah, deep yeah. throw they're yeah, touching yeah, like each hand, other. The like they're even, just they're, they're just look, yeah, they're just look, then, they're just like feeling each other, and it's like and just like it, that's just anyone would do that. Like if you if we went out right now and was like let's guard each other, we would do that with our hands, like very instinctual, right? Just to do that, and, right? But let's move on from that because I mean, obviously. The NFL is not going to be listening to our podcast and making rule changes based on that. Because <laughs> right, I want to get down to this. Why do I break that? No, I feel like, I was just going to say, I feel like 50% of the time, at least, anytime the Cowboys have a big play, you always see that little flag oh, pop up. Like, so dude, sure. there was the one where the Gallup had it on Ramsey caught it, ran for like 30 yards, and then Oak flag like some random block in the back. CD Lamb. See, and that wasn't a block in the back either. I thought that was really touchy. I thought that was a really touchy call too. I'm like, can we ever just have a big play that doesn't get called back? I always get so excited. And it's like, oh, oh, never mind. Well, we don't have big plays, so. You three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but they were all lame besides that. <laughs> um, I'd rather have that. Let's go oh, to yeah. the let's go to the let's go to the That's fourth true. the you know, down three. Fourth four, and three. You know, I think it was fourth, yeah. four, fourth and three. And fourth and three, down three with eleven. Here's what I want to say. Yeah. I think Alec, you sent me this. This is I'm, I'm going to die. On, I'm going to die on this sword. So, okay. so I saw, and I, I actually, you might not have said. I think you sent it to me, but it was basically someone analyzed and then was like, okay, so you know, the you analytics. Have, yeah, the analytics. so you yeah. have not the analytics. Uh, you'll get to that. I'm talking about the actual route itself because I'm almost positive it was oh. this route. Um, you have uh, Jarwin hurt, so Schultz is yeah, in, Schultz. and apparently Schultz's route. Was yeah. ran too shallow, which bumped yeah. CD Lamb down. Because I, I was, I was mad. Yeah. I was yelling like, "How do you not know where to be? Like, how does CD Lamb?" And like, oh, he's, and you're like, "It's a rookie mistake." He's been playing football his whole life. It's that rule has never changed. You get to the first <laughs> down yard marker, no matter what. So Schultz mm-hmm. pushes him shallow, which makes mm-hmm. sense why he didn't get there. Yeah. And and so I'll, I'm not going to hate on CD Lamb for that because I was hating on him hard because that's that's such a dumb mistake because the the play was a good play. 
It was one-on-one. See, no one was out there. It was right at the sticks. It would have been first down. You would have moved, you would have moved the chains. They, they had a good play. Now, I'll let Alec let you start because I don't think they should have gone for it, but you can start. Well, I was just going to say, like, it's like that revisionist, whatever, history. Like, looking back, like, you know, if we get it, then everyone's like, oh, that was a great play call. And, like, we're so used to Jason Garrett, like, playing it safe. And, like, right there is what I feel like Cowboys fans have been wanting. And, like, Jason Garrett never believed Mm -hmm. in any analytics. Mike McCarthy is, like, a massive analytical, like, fiend. That's, like, what he did the whole, like, past year on that, like, in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, was, like, studied analytics in the NFL. And I don't have the exact numbers, but it was something crazy. It was like it was like a forty percent swing if if we get that if we it was like a forty percent swing if we end up scoring on that drive than if we kick a field goal, like us like uh, right. us winning the game. And then the difference between us kicking a field goal and then us not getting it like we did was only like a ten percent chance like of winning like difference. So like the the risk reward analytically was massive, was way bigger than the than the the, I guess the yeah, con of like yeah. of not getting it. Well, because I, if we kick a field goal, see, and uh, this is and this is, is McCarthy getting those numbers fed to him. Though? <laughs> yeah, yes, he is. Yes, it's analytical. Yeah, that's you have not heard of what Harbaugh on the Ravens like. That's why they go for it on fourth down uh-huh. way more. Like, he gets fed. Yeah, they get fed numbers like. I also thought, and, and I didn't look into the fact. Okay. But it's like this is something that McCarthy's never done in his career. That that choice to do that is something he's never done in the fourth quarter on a fourth down that and, situation. And maybe that's because like he'd been studying like crazy. Maybe he was a little bit too antsy. Yeah. But but like again, I don't have the exact numbers. But like it was say we had say if we kick a field goal there, we have a forty percent chance of winning. What happened gave us a thirty percent chance of winning. If we scored a touchdown, we would have had like a sixty or like 70% chance of winning. So that's what I'm like saying. Here's my, here, yeah. here's why you're but this is, this okay, is, this Alex, is, you've been wanting to talk. No, okay, you, go ahead. You've been wanting to talk. So, so all I was saying is, okay, they say you have a 40% chance of winning. I don't understand how analytically that makes any sense. You're tied. How do you not have a 50% chance <laughs> because of winning? Because it's like Rams get the ball. Like it's like, but there's you're, you're tied. But yeah, but the there's a, there's 11 minutes yeah. left in the game. You're going to get the ball that, back. That's, that was exactly my that's point. That's the reason head. why. The like reason that why doesn't, you're... that part doesn't make any sense to me. And then also just, I understand analytics and I don't hate analytics. That's not what I'm trying to say, but there's more than analytics. Like you have to like be in the feel of the game just bef- And I know you were talking about like the Cowboys always played safe and all this stuff. I was watching that game, and it went to fourth and three, and right when it happened, I said, they got to kick this field goal. They went for it, and I said, that's stupid, before the play happened. So it wasn't like a, after the play, I was like, oh, that was dumb. I'm, te- but I'm telling you, I was watching, me and Cam were at the drive-in movie watching Cars, and I had the <laughs> game on my phone. And I'm telling you, I'm sitting there going, why are they going? This makes no sense right. to go for it. Why would you not tie up the game? So he, See, he, like, I why... almost criticized the third and sixth draw more than the. Oh, I mean, I get it. Like they well, were, I think they're, they're saying. They're, they're, what they're saying though is they ran that play knowing, hey, we're going to go for it on fourth down. Let's run this to try to set up something closer as opposed to fourth and six as we know we yeah. want to go for it here. I think I'm assuming that's which is crazy to me. Like it's, that yeah. makes way more sense to me on third and six. Hey, let's get the first down. Down. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why are you trying to get close? Of like, Hey, you see how many people are in the box. If you want to change it, if they're loaded, if you think the draw might well, work. And that's, third what, and six that's what happened. Play, apparently. You know? He apparently it wasn't loaded. So he switched it to the draw apparently. Well, here's my thing about the last thing I want to say is, the Cowboys were stopping the Rams somehow in the second half, and the Cowboys were moving the ball. 
So you're you're basically by kicking the field goal or by going for it, you're saying that I don't necessarily trust my deep my offense to go drive down the right. score again. And now yep. you're putting a lot of pressure on your defense. So I, I would have rather tied it up. Your defense is stopping in the second half. Your offense is moving the ball. Like if there's anyone that can get us down and kick a field goal, it's Dak Prescott. He's only we never score on a, on a fourth quarter like a like a last where we need to get a touchdown or a score. It's always a field goal attempt. It's always a field goal attempt. So I would have been like kick the field goal, get the ball back because you're gonna get. So if they score a touchdown, you gotta score a touchdown. Like you're 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 not really changing a whole lot except you're tied and you don't lose the game. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I didn't I didn't agree with it either, and I I understand the you know Cowboys fans for so long even so conservative you know you have sure. to accept when, when you try it and it doesn't work you have don't to accept get me wrong. It. I would get mad at Jason Garrett when we're on the other team's 45 yard line and it's fourth and five and he punts it you know That's or it's yeah. fourth and two in the second quarter in a tie game and he kicks the field goal like I don't know I yeah. think this is like every situation night, it's fourth night. and three like to tie it up with 11 minutes left like just kick the field goal I don't know I I was surprised. I, I saw the offense come back out, and I was like, oh, they're just trying to, like, draw an offsides or a false start. Or not false start. Obviously, you're not going to draw a false start on fourth and three. Neutral zone. Neutral zone. Yeah. And I'm like, start. I'm like, oh, oh they're going to, you know, let the play clock come down. <laughs> All right, get the false start here. Go to fourth and eight. That, All right, let's that, do it. That, that, last, that last drive, though, that last drive, 10 plays, 15 yards. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, after the pass interference, it kind of just fell apart. It was like, granted – that one play too that they've under the signaled out with the Rams when they isolated uh, Terrence Steele and basically moved the, everyone else on the line to that left side. So it was that one on one, and then the guy just blew right by him and busted up Dak, and he had to scramble mm-hmm. out. It, it, there were some good play calls on their end on that, but I don't know. <laughs> From that, what? Sorry, I just randomly thought about this is really random, but I really just randomly thought about I don't know who texted me, but it was like fourth and forty one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I texted you that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so bad in that moment. Getting our ass kicked. Oh god, that was funny. Now thinking about it, it wasn't funny in the moment. I was. I, I want to go. Keep going. I want to go go to my next point. I'm not, I know I'm not the the uh, host. No, you go ahead. Sport? Keep going. Um, so the thing the, the thing that drives me crazy about the Cowboys, and this is like what I was hoping would change, but for some reason it, this just like doesn't change. Um, Awuzie gets an interception, which you can say, oh, he got hit in the head. Should have counted. It counted. We got the pick. We got a score. The Cowboys are, like, I swear, the worst at, like, taking you know, advantage, taking of, advantage of opportunities. We, I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. We are ranked 16th when they – when TD's in the red zone. 16th. So we're right at perfectly average. Eight and, eight. Eight. and that's why they don't win games because we get a big play, which we don't get a lot of turnovers. We were ranked like 20 <laughs> yeah. in turnovers. Like so when we get a turnover, we got a score. Nope, kick a field goal. We just kick a field goal. That's all we do is kick the field bears goals. Were, the bears were last in turnovers last year, or second to last, right? Alex? Yeah, they were really bad. Because the year before they were first yeah. and then they went to like last. It was From, crazy. Uh, I wanted like because you were saying this has always been the Cowboys, and this is this is no longer Cowboys, but did you see – it made me laugh because last night early in the game, the Steelers player muffed the punt against the Giants, and the Giants got it at the three, and they they, did, they didn't score a touchdown. They had to kick a field goal. <laughs> I was like, that's so Jason Garrett. <laughs> Can't get um, it in. Kick it. So, so I, I want to – I know we're like – I think we're like 40 minutes in or so. Um, yeah. I want to do real quick, though. I know I texted you out before. Alex, I think you 
kind of covered it, but if you want to go through the bears, there's just like real quick of like, what was, what's y'all's best takeaway and worst takeaway. The rent, the rent's still Uh, going, but go ahead, Alex. Oh, it was over the bears. I did it over like the NFL in general. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here but I can I can come up with a best. So yeah, no, I can do a best and worst takeaway. The best takeaway for the Bears um, was, let's go with Jalen Johnson. And the worst takeaway is our offense still sucks. I don't care what happened in the final 11 minutes of the game. Our offense is terrible, <laughs> and it hasn't changed. So, yeah, that's my, where I'm at. My, Can I give you all my best and worst takeaway? Yeah, I My best takeaway was the Chiefs are ridiculous. Oh, like, they're good because – Like, I didn't realize that Mahomes threw for 211 yards. Like, it didn't do anything special. Kelsey had 50 yards. Tyreek Hill had 46 yards, and they still put up 34 points. So, like, they're they're just better than everyone. Like, they're just really good. My worst takeaway, and it just reminded me because Alec was talking about they got the ball on the three-yard line, the Giants. Their (laughs) offensive line, my God. Like, I have Saquon Barkley in fantasy, so that's why I was watching that game so specifically. And literally, he had 15 carries for six yards, and people will be like, oh, he sucked. No, he – I don't know how he got six <laughs> yards. He should have had negative 40 <laughs> yards. He got hit six yards behind the line of scrimmage every time he got the ball. It was the most incredible yeah. thing I've ever seen. Because, like, David Montgomery – I used to talk about it last year. Like, David Montgomery was really good to me, but he just literally never got the ball past the line of scrimmage before he got hit. That was, like – they, the most incredible thing I've ever they, seen in my life. Like they, their offensive line was, and they've horrible. gone, they've gone offensive line top like six pick, like two of the last four drafts, I think. So it's like, yeah, I don't know how that guy who's who they draft last year, the guy out of uh, Andrew yeah, Thomas, I don't know how he looked. Um, uh, he couldn't have looked yeah. good. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, um, like, can I get some help? <laughs> yeah, my my bad takeaway for the Cowboys I already said our defense looked like shit. Um, all, like also it's kind of weird, like because it, it felt like we were moving the ball like well, like our like I was impressed with Dak and stuff, but then we only had like three points in the second half, which is kind of that was kind of odd. Well, because um, we kicked a we we went for a fourth down and got a touchdown callback. Okay, then yeah, <laughs> but uh, but we uh, and then my my good takeaways are like our newcomers, so like Trayvon Diggs, I thought C D Lamb looked good, I thought Alden Smith looked good. Um, I also think Zeke looked better than he's looked in like over a year. Yeah. Go to the bathroom or go to That's, bed. Like he, he, uh, like looked quicker, stronger. Like he just, like he was make, yeah, he was, he looked really good. I thought, cause last year he just kind of looked, he still, I mean, he was still one of the better running backs in the NFL, but he just kind of looked a little bit slower. And I don't know if it was cause he wasn't in shape because of that contract holdout, whatever it was, but I thought he looked really, really explosive. Uh, on Sunday, so I was really impressed with Zeke. Yeah, that's that's also my best takeaway is Zeke's a monster, and, and they 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 still do it a little bit. Now this is part of my rant. That tattoo is hideous, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like his Worst. nose ring either. Um, but uh, you know uh, why why don't the Cowboys get him the ball in in open field more often? We run a, a screen or two. We, we're always going to run a third down and fifty screen. You know that's just yeah. given. But we did run that great screen to him. He got that t- long touchdown. Like, like get him the ball more in open space. Like, it, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, and I'll get to it when I talk about Dak and, and when you, when he gets pressured. But like, 
It's like you, 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 if you're not going to run and play action, you need to like loop him out or have him run a route. Just line him up wide on the outside. Put Pollard in the back and just line Zeke, Zeke up. I know they did it a few times last year, but just distract someone out there because I think he's a, he's, we don't use him enough. That's the whole reason why we drafted him. He was a pass-catching back, great runner, great blocker. You could do it all. He catches gets like three targets every game. Yeah. But – Worst takeaway. All right, Tyler, I'll, I'll let you just continue because you've been on a roll. So you just. Yeah, sorry. Worst takeaway, <laughs> worst takeaway was. Keep going with your rants. Okay. I'll, I'll go back saying. to my. It's worst takeaway is we're going to be 8 8. I'm, we'll, <laughs> I will bet right now that we are going to be 8 8. And it's not. We're like. It's like you're headed straight for it. Like a freight train. I don't know. What is. What did Robo say? Like a frozen truck full of meat. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> towards 8 8. <laughs> okay. Oh man, it's funny. It's it's only fitting though that both our teams finish eight and eight the first year of our podcast, and they will both will be <laughs> eight and eight. They both look like as average as they can be. So continue continue my rant. Um, I'm gonna press. I actually I think Dak played pretty pretty well last night or on Sunday night. Um, I, and I do like Dak, but I I can't stand watching him take a sack when we're on the opponent's 40-yard line and third down. Like, are you surprised that they're bringing the blitz on third down, Dak? Like, how do you always get sacked? Now we have to punt because you got sacked <laughs> and you and we, and now we're out of here. You sounded so sad. Now we have to punt. <laughs> like, he wants, like, he wants this huge contract. And what pissed me off about the, the, the one I'm talking about, um, he had CeeDee Lamb crossing the middle and he was going to throw it and the pressure came and he pulled it back. Throw it right at his feet. Because guess what happens on fourth down, Dak? We kick a field goal and we score three points. But you I took think, a sack. I think, wasn't that the one when Donald was right in his face, though? So I think that's why he pulled it back. Because also at the same time, Donald was. But 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 my right point is, if, if if you feel like you're, are you surprised that you got pressure on third down? Like no. So when that pressure is right in your face, you just gotta throw it right in the ground, right? At, you know, you know where Land is. He was looking right at him, and he had it. And he pulled it. And I understand you don't want to make a fumble or anything, but. You repunted, so I mean, like you, you, you took the sack, and I'm tired of him taking. Yeah, it was unfortunate. That's the biggest thing that I have a problem with him is this, the the third down sacks that that knock us out of field range. How, like I was trying to look up the the Pro Football Focus on that. That's a difficult stat to find. How many times Dak gets sacked <laughs> on third down when we get knocked out of field goal range? Type that. Very very specific. But I know that just you know um, drives me crazy. And the last thing about Dak that I have about him is. And this is not necessarily – maybe it's not necessarily Dak's fault, but, like, for him to be the, the $40 million quarterback, $40 million a year quarterback that he wants to be, um, we need to – like, why does he run at all? Like, he ran one time. He had, like, two rushes, like, 30 yards, and he had a great run for first down. Mm-hmm. And that touchdown if, if, that ended up right. being his knee down. Yeah. If, if, if Dak – can make that a, a, like a huge threat. Like Ryan Tannehill and Daniel Jones have like 50 yards a game rushing the ball. They're scrambling around everywhere. Dak Prescott can do that. Like, I don't understand why he doesn't make that a threat. If, if teams have to spy him, that's just going to make it easier for him to throw. And I don't know why we don't ever, and Cowboys are so scared to get him hurt. I don't think Dak is at the level where he needs to be to not run the ball. Like that's an asset he has. I think he should run the ball more. And you know, be smart about it. Slide, get down. Yeah. But like on on, and, and this is kind of going to get into what that, what I hate about the Cowboys' offense. It's first down run or first down pass. 
Dak Prescott's like seven for seven on the first down passes. That's like awesome. You know why he's seven for seven? Because no one in the entire world thinks we're actually going to throw the ball on first down, right? We're just mm-hmm. going to run the ball right up the middle. But what other teams do is they throw those screens to those receivers that get like three yards, like have like these weird like little shovel you know pitches, and all that does is just try to help the run game a little bit. Like when you throw a little screen to your receiver, that's basically just a run play, right? And the Cowboys never do that. I never see the Cowboys like, hey, instead of just running it right up the middle, let's uh, let's be creative here and do like a little nice little screen to Ceedee Lamb or you know Cooper or someone, you know, get we get, used get to him a in couple space. years ago. A couple of years ago, we used to when it was Dez just one on one and Romo would throw it right to Dez and you get hit immediately and it'd just be no game. We used right. to do that all the time. Or we had Tavon Austin and we'd send him yeah. on the reverse for loss that's, of two I was about, years. That's in my notes. I have. Or you send him on an end around. Like it's the only creative thing what we do. Like there's teams that do like the stupid pick plays. There one receiver just runs right into the corner, you get the ball, make a little move, you get three, four yards, you get tackled. Like it's not going to be like this crazy play, but all it does is like, hey, you can't. Are you going to pack seven in the box? Are you going to pack eight in the box? No. I might throw a little screen out here. I throw a little screen. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> Tyler Shrum for offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, what happened to the hey, RPOs, too? I haven't seen one of those. No RPOs. And uh, I would if, you're, if you are going to be the team that runs it up, like I know Bears do pretty much the same thing. If you're going to line up and just run it right at the middle, I would play action every first down. If I don't run the ball, I play action on first down. Like, what, like, just every time. And I know you said Aaron Donald and things like that. So, you know, you can't always, with the pressure and everything like that. But if Dak is up there, he's $40 million a year. If he's up there, you go, oh, you know what? I see some blitz coming. We're going to audible out of the play action because I don't have time to do that. Maybe, maybe that, and, and to be fair, maybe. Big Ben, Big Ben would do it. Big Ben would do it. Big Ben doesn't do anything. <laughs> um, but, uh. Hey, Shrum, we'll give you Trubisky. No. <laughs> Well, you know, you're talking a lot of shit well, I, about I, Dak. I, I, so I'm about to give him credit. <laughs> Alex is like, it could be worse. Here's the deal. Because I don't know all the calls that Dax makes, you know, and what he's changed at the line and, and what he's doing. Like Alex said, you know, he went to the line, thought the draw was there, you know, gave him, you know, and switched to the draw. Like, there's a lot of things that he's doing. So maybe he is switching things around. Like, obviously, I'm not, I don't know everything. But just as a fan, I'm just looking like, like, we just, we just do the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. And it never works. It's just like, oh, here we go again. It's first and ten. We're gonna run right the middle, second and nine. <laughs> it's like, yep, yeah. That was my uh, bad takeaway. Was the first down runs those still exist? I think I saw. I think I sent it to y'all. It was like on first down, we averaged like eleven yards a play or something mm-hmm. on a pass, and on a run, it was like two or three. Well, you, you yeah. got to run it's it like, on first down. There's nothing worse than than. Uh, yeah, but it's, there's nothing worse than it. first play of a drive. We throw it 12 yards. You're like, all right, yeah, run it. All right, second and nine. <laughs> okay. Second and nine, run it again. Third <laughs> a and sack eight. or a penalty. Or we, or we like little dump like, down, and it's like third and six, third and seven. It's like it, if you make those third and threes, you're going to pick them all the time. I think that's when the Cowboys were really good. You know, they were they were lining. They had the best offensive line of football. They were at the, one of the best running backs. They lined them up, and it's ran, ran up the middle, and Zeke would put up, pick up four or five yards. And then you got in these third and shorts, and it was easy for Dak because the defense didn't know if we were running or if we were passing. And you moved the ball right down the field. You, you had time and possession for 40 minutes of the game. Something crazy. It was awesome. And then we lost in the playoffs. But <laughs> Jacob, what was what your big take, uh, good takeaway? You said your bad one. Mine was the same as yours. I had Trayvon Diggs and Alden Smith and C.D. Lamb and you guys. I thought, I thought, especially Trayvon Diggs, I know he had a couple of plays where he was – great coverage yeah. and they still yeah. made pretty impressive catches but i think he looked 
he had a really nice tackle. I think it was on that last drive kind of where we stopped him um, on that third down. We had a great tackle on Malcolm Brown to, to hold him from the first down. I thought he looked really good. Um, I don't know why I just also thought of this, but bad takeaways was I don't think I heard Demarcus Lawrence or Everson Griffin mentioned at all besides oh, yeah. for them getting neutral zone infractions about <laughs> two or three that. times. So that was a little disappointing, <laughs> but I think a lot of it was also game plan of the Rams. They were getting it out super quick. But Jacob, yeah, you said was, you said this, Jacob, and, and I actually said it to my brother too. I watched so many hours of football. I don't think I saw one offsides the whole time. <laughs> the Cowboys had like six. It was like it, dude, it's like three on like the first two drives of the game for like, the Rams. Oh, the, the, I know there's not noise. The and hard stuff, count like, is 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 uh, a huge problem for teams. Not not anyone else. No one else is having problems hard count. <laughs> Alex, any neutral zone infractions for the Bears? I don't think so. <laughs> well, of course not. For now on, I'm gonna start <laughs> keeping track of how many times Dak gets sacked. <laughs> On a third down, when we're in field goal range, that results in us <laughs> yeah. plenty now. You could you can make your own little website. I'll make the website. Googles, so when someone Googles how many times is that'll that? be a new segment. The Dak gets sacked on third down. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be yes every. Power just goes yes or no. Yes every week, and I'm going to say at this time, and it's going to be three times a game because it always happens, and it drives me nuts. Just throw it away. All right. <laughs> All right. Well. Tyler, I appreciate your your rant. I'll be looking forward to that every every single. I don't week. have to dominate the conversation. Um, do we want to wrote down a lot of stuff? So, it's it's like you were back on uh, Adderall or something. Like <laughs> when you used to send a text message. When you used to send a text message, and it would be like fucking like four paragraphs about something so random, and I'd be like, "Dude, are you on Adderall?" You'd be like, "Yeah." Okay. Good story. <laughs> all right should we transition to the blazing five now yeah all right alec do you want to do you have the records yeah yeah so just run through them quick so yeah through through week one uh all four of us had winning weeks so if we would have really put money down in vegas we would have won some money uh alex myself and jacob were three and two and then tyler four and one let's go um can we pause real quick um for Shrum, like, oh, yeah, you picked the Dolphins. If fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't throw a pick on the seven-yard line, I would have got that one. Oh, you right would have. With yeah, one yeah you know left. what? You did it, and you're three and two. <laughs> Your Cowboys <laughs> suck, so shut up. You're 0-1. Yep, so, so, yeah, we're, we all – like I said earlier, we all picked the – we all got the Bears right, and then me – And Jacob, your fantasy team sucks. I'm 1-0. Yeah, I'm 0-1 both my league. Just the worst. I put up 62 points in one of my leagues. <laughs> like the worst league I saw that. I saw that. I, PPR, too. Yeah. Oh, I was looking – I had, like – my team had, like, 90 – like, low 90s. I was like, oh, man, I probably am, like, the lowest scoring. I was just scrolling through. And all of a sudden, I see a 60 pop up. I was like, it's Team Shrum. I'm like, oh. Dude, in, in my in my defense, Kenny Galladay's out, and my defense got me minus nine. So I was like, I was questioning whether I should start the Vikings against Green Bay, and I was like, you know what? I don't know. It'll probably be fine. It's a divisional matchup. It, you know, it's not even a big deal. Minus nine really take me down. Even though if I would have had zero, I'd still be at seventy. So. Yeah, I was gonna say, even if they did get minus nine, you still would have lost by forty to every other team in the league. I think so. Uh, okay, Jacob, you're on one too. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're all zero and one because your boys are zero and one. Yeah, yeah. I'm one to zero in both ways. Just saying, <laughs> we're gonna get killed. Next <laughs> I don't know the Giants. Okay. All right, I'm killing. Who wants to start, Jacob? You're the host. Start someone. Yeah. 
Um, oh, for my picks. All right. So I have. He starts with himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you literally said, "All right, Jacob, you start." No, I said you're you the host. host. <laughs> you tell us who oh. to start, and then he goes, "All right, I'll start." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the host. I'm starting. All right. Um, then we all at my pick. Go ahead. <laughs> my picks. I have uh, Dallas at minus four. I have Chicago at minus five and a half. I am doing uh, Jacksonville plus nine against the Titans. Who are they playing? The Titans. Um, and then I'm doing Rams plus one against the Eagles. Somehow the Eagles are minus one on that. Last time I looked. I'm, so I'm, I'm going to do Rams plus one. And then I have San Francisco minus seven against the Jets. Okay. And I will pass it off to Alec. Okay. I got Bears minus five against the Giants. Uh, We just talked how bad the Giants' offensive line is, so good Lord. Uh, Kulamak is going to have – I mean, Daniel Jones is going to fumble like seven times. So um, (laughs) Bears minus five and a half. Uh, I got Falcons plus four over the Cowboys. I don't know if – I could see, like, us having, like, a game-winning, like, field goal or, like, we're up by four and then, like, the Falcons, like, don't score a touchdown. Like I, I, I don't know if the Falcons will win, but I, I don't see us. Uh, I think it, it will be a close game. Um, I got Bengals plus five and a half against the Browns on Thursday night. Packers minus six against the Lions and Vikings plus three against uh, Indy. All right. Um, Alex, you can go. All righty. I have the Giants plus five and a half. <laughs> um... <laughs> What? <laughs> y'all, y'all, maybe y'all didn't watch that game. Like, I no, it, get, it, it, it just sounded so. No, I just saw the Giants. It just sounded so, 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 sad, so sad. It was like, it was like, I got the Giants plus five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the Giants plus five and a half because I think the Bears are bad. Now, I'm not saying we're gonna lose, but we're not blowing them out. Um, so I think because this is my point. All the Giants have to do is play zone. So I got the Giants plus five and a half. I have the Falcons plus four. I agree with Alec. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I think the Cowboys will probably win, but they just like I said last time, they play every single team. And close. Julio. doesn't matter who it is. And that's Julio what I said. The Falcons, can score on, the Falcons can score on anyone. And Julio against, I understand y'all think Trayvon Diggs is amazing, but. I don't think he's Julio amazing yet. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Falcons plus four. Um, my third, I have the Panthers plus nine against the Bucks. That is a lot compared to what I saw from the Bucks. Yeah. Um, I didn't think they were that great. I don't think Tampa – or I don't think uh, Tom Brady is like, meshed with them well enough yet to where they're just going to blow out the Panthers. And I didn't think the Panthers were terrible. You got a bad yeah. secondary, um, I think. Their defense, yeah, their makes defense sense, they did, they, I was about to say, they gave up like 35. Yeah, their defense but, is bad. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is good, though. But I, I like Teddy. Go ahead. That's what I'm saying. Teddy, I feel like Teddy Bridgewater is going to keep a game close. Same thing. Um, I have the Packers minus six because I just watched the Lions versus the Bears, <laughs> and they're bad. Um, and then I have the Chiefs minus eight and a half because they have Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> who, who they got? Uh, who are they playing? They're playing the Chargers. Chargers. That's eight and a half, that line? Mm. Yeah. The Chargers looks bad. Guys, I watched the Chargers Bengals game because I have Eckler and Tyler Boyd for the Bengals, and man, I was about to pull my eyes out watching that game. It was so bad. Also, I'll pull my also, eyes out. Like, this is, this is kind of off, like off topic of the Blazing Five, but because we were talking about the Chiefs, 
Dude, the Texans start their season off Chiefs and Ravens, but that's go ahead. That's just a rough. But they, start. They, they're like next games are bad too. Like they could be zero four. I think. I think yeah. they play some. I, I don't. We're not totally familiar with the schedule, but I know it's a tough schedule. Yeah. Okay, Sharon, what you got? I have Atlanta plus four against the Cowboys, but I have the boys winning. I think it's going to be a three point game, like twenty seven twenty four, and the Cowboys are going to win. But I think Atlanta covers, um, and then. Giants plus five and a half against the Bears because I actually think the Giants are going to beat the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Probably. Um, I have Jags plus nine against the Titans. Um, Jags are good. I mean, you know, we'll Thanks see. Too. But uh, I got Bills minus five and a half against Dolphins. And I also have Green Bay minus six against the Lions. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, man, he's just he's so good. <laughs> He's going to be a bear next year. So no big deal. <laughs> no, he is not. He already talked about it, but that's another story. Julio. Fresno and San Francisco minus seven against the Jets. The Jets are terrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Jimmy G. I'm not a big I, – I, I don't, I don't trust Jimmy G to cover. I want to take Ravens minus seven against the Texans after what they did to the Chiefs on Thursday night, but I uh, decided not to. I'll just do that in there as a side note. Dude, the Clippers are about to go. Yeah, Doc Alex, I just heard what you said about the Clippers. Doc Rivers is the only coach in NBA history to to lose two, three, one series leads, and he's about to be a third. He's about to have a third. Yeah, this is. I mean, they look. Jokic, Jokic is the first player in NBA history game seven to have a triple double in three the first three quarters. Well, he's also the first player in NBA history to have a triple-double with 15 rebounds through three quarters. Like, in the playoffs or regular season, no one's ever had a triple-double with 15 rebounds through three quarters. Wow. What are these stats? Hey. That is a very bad <laughs> stat, but it just popped up. No one's ever had three assists and two. While wow, wearing white jerseys. <laughs> hey, they are wearing white jerseys. Good job, Sean. That was I, the I, I literally looked at the picture of the game. It's oh. like – Collides and you're to lay up and Joe Chick's like behind him. All right. What do we got next, Jacob? Um, so I was going to ask, I mean, I think we're about, yeah, next we're, done, we're, about right? we're about an hour in. So, I mean, we had the debate topic. We had, I, we recapped. Alec was, give Alec his opportunity. He wants to so far. Okay. Back. Okay. I'm just saying Michael Thomas versus Tyree. Let me, let me introduce the question. You, I thought you we weren't doing it. I thought you weren't. Okay, go, Jacob, go, go. Okay, real quick, I'll let Alex speak his piece. Him and Tyler been in an argument. I, I brought up the question of best receiver, and somehow it always just turns into Michael Thomas versus Tyree Kill. So I guess we'll just go with that. Okay. Who's the better receiver? Alex, team Michael. Tyler's team Tyreek. Okay. And the debate. Okay. Question. So let me just start really quick. This will throw a little bit of a curveball, but when you're talking like best receiver. As everything constructed, I say Michael Thomas. Now, if I was starting a team and I was choosing the best, like if I was like, okay, who would be my number one receiver? I would choose Julio. But with every, like with the scheme and all that stuff, I'm saying with everything constructed is Michael Thomas. Now, Michael Thomas versus Tyreek Hill. Shrum, I don't know what stats you have to, to back it up or just any like, I guess, past history. But like I said in our text, if you average out Michael Thomas's four years, his average year would be 118 catches, 1,400 yards, and eight touchdowns. That's about as good as Tyreek's best year he's ever had. 
So Ooh. I will say that I don't like that stat because Ty- or Michael Thomas is – I can't deny it. Michael Thomas's last year, this, this 2019, was unreal. Had a great year. It was incredible. Like, that being alone, like, it's very hard to deny that. But Michael Thomas has never had a better year than Tyreek Hill's best year besides that year. So we say his average is better than Michael Thomas <laughs> or Tyreek okay. Hill's best year. None of his other previous years were better. He had a really, really good year, great year. And you can use that argument to say that he's the best um, receiver. I'm not even going to fight it because it's so, such an incredible – he had like 180 targets. It's like he caught like 160 of the passes. It's unreal. But I'm just saying, okay. like, I don't like that stat specifically. Okay. But then you say his lap, but then two years ago, he had 125 for 1,409 touchdowns. Yeah, that's not better. He had uh, Tyreek Hill had 12 touchdowns and 1,479 yards. He had more yards and more touchdowns. He had, you know, uh, Michael so, Thomas. So 70, has 70 more yards, 30 more. Three more. Michael Thomas. Three more touchdowns. Okay. Okay. And then through, through three years, through, through the first three years <laughs> in NFL history. So I'm not even counting this last year, the 150 catch year. Most catches in NFL history through first three years of someone's career. 92, 104, 125. So that's not even counting his 149 year, which of course he's still on that pace. He, in his third year, had the best uh, catch percentage of anybody. So he caught 80% of his target or uh, 85% of his target. Yeah, like half of them are like screen plays on the line of scrimmage. Oh, I, like love that you said that. <laughs> I love that you said that. Ooh. I love that. <laughs> because because for last, yep, last year, if you take away his slant routes, he still has 120 catches, 1,500 yards, and six touchdowns. You, That'd be leading the NFL in catches, leading the NFL in yards. Take out did, you, did, you, did you count the screens too? No, I just took away slants because everyone says that he, all he runs is slants. So no, he I runs a lot of slants. slants. But I'm, look, I'm not – the guy had a great year. All, when this argument first happened, it wasn't, it wasn't who was the better receiver at the moment. And this was before 2019. Like I said, it's very hard to argue against that, that year. But all I was saying about Tyreek Hill is the deep threat in, 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 in football, and Tyreek Hill is the best deep threat, is really game-changing. They even said last night – or on Thursday in the, in the Chiefs game, uh, Mahomes threw like a bullet pass. It was like right in the hands of someone. I can't remember exactly who it was. And the, in the commentator was like, well, the safety has to shake Tyreek Hill. And he's one-on-one coverage for oh, – and, yeah. and it's true. And, and Michael Thomas gets that too. I'm not saying Michael Thomas, no, but I, I'm saying the impact of Tyreek Hill, even when he doesn't catch the ball, to open up Travis Kelsey and, and even Sidney Watkins benefits. Like Sidney Watkins is like, I know he gets hurt a lot, but it, even week week one for him, no, he, great week ones, it opens up everyone in the offense. Kansas City has a play. They call it, they they compare it to like Golden State's on like Golden State had that one unguardable play where like Draymond Green would run the pick and roll or whatever. They said it was like literally unguardable. Like Kansas City, they have an unguardable play where like they they run. Hardman and Tyreek yeah. Hill up the middle, and they're both fast as shit. So, like, the safeties have to, like, choose one. Pretty much, you, like, yeah. And so, yeah. Whatever no, they do that. Tyreek is wrong. I agree. No, I agree. I'm and so, saying, but like, then he was Alec, like, Alec, you were winning. You were winning until you switched and started giving Tyreek Hill um, <laughs> um, good things. Okay. You can't do that. I got one more thing okay, I want to say. Then, I got okay. one thing I want to say. One thing I want to say because yeah. it's the last, it's like my last argument is this whole thing started. So, Tyreek Hill didn't. Played, he started one game his rookie year, 2016. Um, basically, no one. Um, 2017, he starts all the games. Uh, so that's one. You know, has 1,100 yards. 
2018 builds on that, you know, starts every game, has 30 more targets, has, you know, 12 more catches, 1,400 yards. And, of course, these are 17 yards of reception. Like, it's he's a deep threat. He's that guy. And he has 12 touchdowns. And then he gets hurt last year. But my point was, is he's building up on his year. So, I'm like, he's going to be really, really, really good. And he's going to be even more than that. And then Michael Thomas has that year. And so, you really can't say anything. And Tyreek goes down. Yeah. But – yeah, I'm anxious to see I mean, what he does in 2020 because I'm actually expecting him to put up uh, basically similar numbers that he put up in 2018. So I, because that's like his role. Like he is, he's gonna have 90 catches, you know, 1500 yards, maybe 10 touchdowns. He's gonna be great, but that's his role in that offense because there's so many weapons. He's the decoy on half the plays that they, that they run, and and so that that that, that does limit him. I mean, I, and I, I see what you're saying with like the buildup, but all, like the same thing goes for. I mean, Michael Thomas just got hurt, so he's not gonna. He's got right. the same issue that that Tyreek. But he went 92, 104, 125, 150, 1100, 1200, 1400, 1700. Yeah. So it's like he's doing the same thing, yeah. and then and then so, we always want to talk so about quick, like the scheme thing, like and I and Trump, you didn't you didn't bring it up, but like we I brought it up in the class. Yeah, I feel like like you oh, you cool. say like the Drew. Like, if you want to say Drew Brees, like Patrick Mahomes, whatever. And I don't have the Tyreek Hill. I don't know if he's ever – he's played without Mahomes. But Michael Thomas with Bridgewater last year, if they averaged his five games with Bridgewater out of the whole year, he would have went 133, 1,600, seven touchdowns. So, like, he does it with, with whoever it is, at least through for yeah. the small sample size we have. Yeah. I'd um, still go Julio with Monte Adams if I was starting from scratch, though. Anyway. Real quick um... – the thing I always have heard when you're trying to compare is to take away their best year, take away their worst year, and compare those. Yeah. Kind of like when we talk about, like, Trubisky, for example, thinking about him last year, people would be like, oh, they always bring up the Bucks game. It's like, yeah, he threw six touchdowns in one game, but he also threw five <laughs> interceptions in another one. So it's like, take okay, away those let's, two. Let's do that. Uh, and, well, and he's super average. His best year, so his last year he's hurt. He didn't, ha- he didn't have a rookie year. So you take away his best year, that leaves him with one year, which I mean, pretty good stats. 105, 105 targets, 75 receptions, 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. I mean, not bad, but I mean, that's not. I guess, yeah, you can't really do it for that situation. Jacob yet. And, but Jacob really and funny, I just have to tell y'all something really quick. The, I just got a tweet from <laughs> Pro Football Focus about the Bears. Says Mitch Trubisky finished week one with the second highest rate of positively graded passes and the third highest rate of negatively <laughs> graded passes. <laughs> oh my god, we're eight and eight. <laughs> so so Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Oh, I just lost it. I don't know what happened to it. But Lamar Jackson was the only guy who was rated more on positively graded passes. And then he was third with like Kirk Cousins and somebody else for the worst. Like, oh my god, funny. that just explains exactly why we're gonna go eight. Jacob and oh, it was Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was number one for yeah. negatively rated passes. Dwayne Haskins was two, and then Trubisky was three. Then Jimmy Garoppolo, and then on the positively rate, it was Lamar Jackson, Trubisky, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill. Gotcha. Jacob and just Alex, funny. just really quick, who's y'all's best receiver in the NFL? Michael Thomas. I would say Hopkins, I think. 
Michael Thomas really backed it up for me too with the last game of three for seven. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even. I wasn't even. And now he's like everyone has those games for some reason. I was but so mad. I was like, well, now he's now supposed he's to. He's supposed to yeah. miss a yeah. few yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's what we talked good about six, earlier. Good sixth overall pick for me in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would have picked him four. So good thing I got. Well, I guess I got Saquon I don't even three. Know. And he had nine. I don't, I don't. I don't know what a top eight pick feels like. I think the, the highest draft pick I've had in the last three years is nine. God, dude. <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten in our league. That's why I put up sixty points this week. Well, well, my my, my first two picks was fucking Michael Thomas three for seventeen and Miles Sanders even play. <laughs> I was so hyped. I was like, hell yeah, I got two like top 10 rated guys. Got a total of like four points from the two guys. Well, well, I put in Jamison Crowder because Cortland Sutton got hurt and he was easily my best player. Like he was yeah, the only guy out. who did anything. You know, you know who I put in for Kenny Galladay last week? Oh, never mind. I had Russell Wilson. You know who I put in? I had for Russell Kenny, Wilson too. For, put in for Kenny Galladay last week. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to decide between um, CeeDee Lamb. Rookie, I don't know, or Christian Kirk. And Kirk went off for one catch, zero yards. <laughs> one point oh. My God. Bury him on the bench. All right. So we're like almost an hour and 15 minutes, in, I think. So we're going to go ahead and it off. But uh, we'll, be, we'll be back again next week, hopefully with good news for the Cowboys and good news for the Bears. We'll see. Jacob did not want to say good news for the Bears. <laughs> That's right. I know. Do you see how hard he stumbled? Good news. Good, good news for the Bears. I was crossing no, my finger. I'm definitely rooting for the Bears. Anytime they play, anytime they play a division, yeah, division yeah. opponent, I'm definitely. I don't know if that's the same for you, Alex. If okay. we're playing, no. If we're, I definitely hope y'all lose every game besides the Packers. Oh, it's oh. it's Eagles, Giants, football team. Bears and the teams I hate the most. Dude, Carson uh, Wentz lost to a team week? without a name. Anyway. <laughs> are we going to do games next week? Are Bears at noon too? Yeah, that we both no, are. Yeah, they're, they're in there. Cool. All right. All right. Well, Good night. With that, we're done. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>